MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh, and there's Chuck, and Jerry's here, too, sitting in for Dave. It's the huge, and this is Short Stuff. I think I already said that, so let's go. Uh, Woo-woo edition? A little bit, depending on where your what your background is or what your intentions are or what you believe the effects of what you're doing is are. That's right, and what we're talking about is smudging. And if you're like, what is that? Have you ever heard of Burning Sage? Like, oh, we just moved into this new house. We're going to walk around and burn some sage, mm-hmm. get rid of all those bad vibes, and just welcome the the newness and the goodness into this place by burning a little bundle of white sage. Yeah, it's it's called smudging. The smoke uh, supposedly does some stuff to, like you said, the vibes. It is very popular among people who use words like vibes. But it has its roots um, very firmly in indigenous North American cultures, in particular the Dakota and Ho-Chunk cultures um, smudged with sage. Ho-Chunk is um, more uh, familiar as the Winnebago tribe. Right. Um, And they also, well, I guess they evolved this practice um, independently, but um, civilizations like throughout time have used herbs or incenses to do things like cleanse the air or purify things. And there's there's definitely something to it. Um, it's just the science on it hasn't really been um, carried out in a lot of ways. And there's a yeah. lot of people who still kind of jump to larger conclusions than they possibly should at this point. Who knows? I think my take on it, for, I just want everybody to bear this in mind. If uh, it makes you happy, if you like it, if you're doing it ethically and responsibly, um, that more power to you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, burning all kinds of herbs has long been a uh, sort of a ritual in different cultures like you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, smudging, you can also call it saging. The word sage actually comes from Latin, uh, from salvia, which means to feel healthy. And we're going to talk about potential health benefits here in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, uh, you know, there are people who will say, well, hold on a minute. This is this is cultural appropriation, really. And if you're just walking around like you, you throw on some Enya or some Grateful Dead and you're and you're burning, smu- uh, you're smudging, you're burning that sage and walking around, then you may be sort of doing a. Uh, not a disservice, but uh, inadvertently sort of insulting, being disrespectful to the original, uh, very sacred practice. Uh, so that is something to keep in mind. Um, and you like, leave me out of this. <laughs> leave me in the crossword where I belong. Yeah, exactly. uh, so there are people, though, that will say like, hey, if you're going to do this, um, keep some things in mind. Um Harvest it sustainably, and we'll get to why you should do that in a sec, yeah. although you should always do that for anything. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe, you know, sort of do some research on how it was really done and maybe, you know, try and honor that in some way. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
yeah, maybe seek different sources too beyond um, Instagram or TikTok. And I'm not making fun, but I know that there's a lot of people that are getting the idea to go smudge from those sources. Great. But go look up a little more about it and that might help you feel a little better about doing it. Yeah. And if you're curious about uh, potential benefits of smudging uh, beyond just sort of feeling like it's a ritual you should do when you move in or you want to get rid of some bad vibes, um, don't go to websites that have uh, web pages that are turquoise. <laughs> or in Comic Sans. Comic Sans, pink pink script, uh, lots of crystals. Um, you're going to get a lot of information on those sites, but it may not be accurate uh, because I did look a little deeper into uh, benefits of smudging and mm-hmm. burning sage, mm-hmm. and maybe we should talk about those when we come back right after this. I think that's a capital idea. All right. We'll be right back. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, we'll boot it. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastor on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So if you look up, you know, what are the benefits of burning sage, you will find all kinds of things from improved mood, better sleep, uh, enhanced cognition, lowering your stress levels, uh, antibacterial properties, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is with a lot of this kind of stuff is it's hard to find great, solid scientific studies and evidence because science doesn't usually study stuff like this a lot. Uh, the money goes elsewhere. So you'll find a lots of studies where it's like there's a lot of correlation and stuff like that, a lot of self-reporting. Um, but I was having a hard time finding like some real good hard double-blind studies on this stuff. Yes, 
that's that's problem one. Problem two is there are some peer-reviewed good uh, studies or meta-analysis of other studies. Um, but if you start looking into them, you're like, oh, this isn't actually talking about smudging at all. Or yeah. if it is about smudging, it's not about smudging with sage. It's about smudging with Havan Samar- Samagri, right. uh, which is an Indian um, medicinal, I guess, incense. Um, which that one is widely cited because that study found that um, burning Havan Samagari um, purifies your room. It kills up to 95% of airborne bacteria for up to like 30 days. That's awesome. So you could be like, okay, I mean, is sage really that much different from Havan Samagri? (laughs) So surely there's some properties to it. That's what people are doing. Or if it's a um, a study on sage and, and sage's ability to enhance cognition or to fight Alzheimer's or to improve your mood or something like that, um, that's those are studies on sage extract that you're taking orally. It's not a study on smudging. That's different. Again, you can make some some jumps to conclusions that may have some some basis. Like um, you know, if, if you burn some of the bioactive compounds in other plants, like marijuana. It does things to you, for sure. <laughs> um, how is it that that far off that burning sage and its bioactive compounds could have other different effects that just maybe aren't quite as noticeable or just haven't been researched? Yes, the answer is yes. But the, the key thing here is to remember, it hasn't been researched. Um, so, you know, take it all with a grain of salt. And, but again, if it's making you feel good, even if it's a placebo, then great. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, please don't put sage in your bong and inhale it. Oh, my God. It would kill your throat. Yeah, that would not be good for you. Um, We mentioned, or I think I mentioned, um, responsible harvesting of sage. Uh, About 50%, and this is California white sage, about 50% of California white sage has been lost to urbanization. Mm -hmm. Uh, This article says, you know, the increase in non-native people saging is posing a threat I saw that it was more like urbanization in general, climate change, fire, drought, poaching, sort of the usual suspects with stuff like that. If it's California sage, that fire is contributing big time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I'm not so convinced that that's true that like, you know, people jumping off of goop and buying sage is like why that there's a 50 percent drop. But it may be playing a part. Who knows? Um, I mean, if there's a huge, a huge decline in it naturally, then a bunch of new people coming and buying it would definitely have an impact, too. Sure. Absolutely. Um, Carpenter bees are the main pollinator of white sage. Uh, So the loss of sage is is no good, just like, you know, losing any kind of um, pollinating plant is no good. Mm hmm. Uh, and then, you know, whether or not it's uh, bad for you, I was trying to find information. I didn't see where it was necessarily bad. As long as you keep the smoke levels down, you don't want to, especially if you has, have asthma or something mm-hmm. or any respiratory illness, you don't want to be breathing in smoke, period. Mm-hmm. So when you sage, you want to you wanna blow that thing out pretty quick and keep the smoke to a minimum. Yes. One other thing I did see, though, that makes a lot of sense is that the smoke releases negative ions. And I saw some people say, which counteract um, negative energy. Not true. Oh. But it does counteract <laughs> okay. um, uh, things like allergens, like yeah. dust, dander, mold, which um, are positively charged typically. Um, so that makes some sense. So there is some some science to it, too. Um, but also just getting away from all the science, getting away from applying any new age goop stuff to it. Um, it does. It is like a traditional indigenous practice. 
Right. Um, and I saw actually the Mayo Clinic was boasting about how they have a smudging room at their their Minnesota um, like main campus that if you, because they work with so many uh, Native American patients, that's like one of the things they offer with their chaplains. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I didn't see any like um, this is how long you're supposed to do it because I think uh, especially if it's something that's like a, a symbolic thing that you're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, like, you can even put a time limit on something that ethereal. Uh, but, yeah, just, uh, I mean, we're not smudge advisors. <laughs> I, I, I would say just don't 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 throw it away like it's just some dumb thing you're doing. Like, ooh, just let me do this. Like, maybe respect it a little bit, uh, even if it's just a placebo effect. Like, it's something that many cultures have done for, for you know, thousands of years. So, like, pay, pay it a little respect, I would say. So there's um there's a uh, ritual to it. Um, uh, I think originally smudging was bathing yourself in the smoke from the sage bundle. That that's really what what indigenous smudging is, and then it it kind of got translated to clearing the the negative energy out of a space as well. Mm-hmm. But one of the things you can do if you smudge is you can you can basically you take the smoke and waft it to yourself. Yeah, and basically. Run it through your hair, run it over your shoulders, down your arms. Like just take a quick bath in the in the um, the smoke. Then then you're actually doing like the most basic, um, ancient indigenous practice with smudging. But you can also walk around your place with it, like you're saying. Um, and there's there's different elements to it, like literally elements or, or symbolic elements. And uh, one of the first things you want to get that's typically used is a, a shell often an abalone shell, and that's the container that you're actually lighting the bundle in, and that represents the element of water. Yeah, so not the puka shell from your necklace that you inevitably have on around your neck. <laughs> With the Coco Pelli pendant? Yeah, something larger. Uh, and then, of course, you've got the herb itself. Um, you bundle it together. You can call it a smudge stick if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got your fire. That's obviously an element. And then you got that smoke which is the air element. Yep. Um, How Stuff Works, did you get this from How Stuff Works? Uh, That and other places. Well, somebody interviewed a a writer and healing practitioner named Molly Larkin. Yeah. Who said, hey, man, if you're worried about, um, (laughs) like, insulting indigenous cultures because you're not doing this right, you're not taking it seriously enough, they said that basically the way you can prevent that across the board is by... Um, having an intention with smudging, it, uh, and like you were saying, an intention beyond listening to Enya, right? Um, and that uh, you, in expressing that intention through prayer, and that that's one of like the the big parts of smudging is you say like I want to get rid of, I want to wash that man right out of my hair or something like that. So I'm gonna right. run sage <laughs> smoke through it, or or they like that's what most people think of as smudging. You're getting rid of negative energy in a space yeah. or from yourself. But apparently, according to Molly Larkin, you can also bring in positive energy. So you can set your intention, whether it's to get rid of negative energy or bring in positive or both. Um, and then you just kind of repeat that throughout the ritual of, of smudging. Yeah. And, and just keep in mind all the science stuff we talked about. Yes. And one other thing, too, apparently one of the beliefs is that the ashes contain the negative energy that you oh, yeah. have um, you don't want those. removed. And so you want to dispose of that ash on bare earth. If you've gone this far, you might as well finish it right. Okay. 
Absolutely. And hey, if you're going to finish it right, start right and grow your own white sage and use that. Yeah, that's another thing, too. They recommend do not buy from mass market retailers because they're probably not sourcing it ethically. Um, They could be a part of the problem if there is a sage shortage. Um, Ideally, you would buy it from a local Native American owned business. Um, And then, yeah, the second second best to that is growing it yourself. Yeah. Wow, man. Wow. Um, We really did a good job here, Chuck, if I may say so ourselves. I think so. Uh, Okay, well, go forth and and sage, everybody, but do so ethically and responsibly and with respect. And uh, that means, of course, short stuff is out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. (laughs) 